Welcome back to the Hill Beans Podcast Show. I am Zezra Hill, here with Casey. Hello, hello. Casey, what are we talking about today? I'm talking about you. Well, it is my podcast. <laughs> no, actually, it's both our podcasts. So I, I'm in the mood to be super nosy. Didn't we already do an episode of <laughs> this we did <laughs> we talked about somebody being nosy towards me <laughs> oh yeah people want to get all up in your business yeah i'm gonna get up in your business um oh, <laughs> i know i know i'm so curious what is going on with your dating life are you are you dating anyone uh no not not really what not not really no uh it's just like kind of <laughs> well i have decided to dip my toe back into the dating pool oh just one and it's cold oh it's cold just one toe yeah you're taking you're, can, you're going slow it's all i can handle <laughs> uh well okay we want to know tell 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 us about what ezra's life looks like in the dating world um it's a roller coaster ride my friends <laughs> ups and downs twists and turns Sometimes you feel like puking. <laughs> uh, What's your scoop? Why? Why? You're still single. You're 46. Yeah. 45. Oh. Come on. Don't age me more than <laughs> I was trying to thank you. <laughs> yeah, so. Dude, I don't want to be right. 46. When, when, when's your birthday? In November. Oh, it, you're getting ready to turn. Yeah, I'll be 46 here for So I just rounded up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so why aren't you back in the game? I mean, you are kind of right. Like, are you doing the online dating or uh, a little bit? Yes, I've done it all. Um, I was dating, dating in your 30s and 40s is a lot different than when you're a teenager or in your 20s, you know, mm -hmm. uh, because then everyone's single and you've got a million friends that are all, you know, friends of friends and all this stuff. And now it's like it's more difficult because, um, you know, people are married. They, they've, uh, um, so, you know, me, it's, I'm not one to go up and approach someone that I don't know and be like, Oh, Hey, Hey babe, looking good. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. Oh wait. Okay. So that. you're saying if you're out hey, in public, you're not just going to approach a girl. No, because I don't know if she's in a relationship or married or what. And I don't want to be that. Creepy are you guy. one of those creepy, like, uh, you know, the, where you look for the ring? No. No. Oh, look for the ring. Uh, no, I, I don't really do that. I have some girlfriends that will like, no, from way across the bar, you know, that these girls are single, that that guy is single. And I'm like, how did you even see his hand? <laughs> like, uh, we're not even sitting next to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I don't really, you know, if I'm, if I'm out with friends or something and I'm at a bar or a concert or something and I'm drinking, I might strike up a conversation with, with somebody but uh, I'm not really gonna. I, I just don't feel it's appropriate Does, in my 40s to go up to someone and be like, "Hey, are you single? What's your, is some of that, what's your sitch? <laughs> what's your sitch? Is some of that? I know you're an introvert, so is some of that though that or like, do you get oh, nervous? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think there's there's nerves involved. Well, no one likes rejection, right? But I've been rejected so many times, it doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> I just shake it off. Uh, uh, you become ice cold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've been in, I was married, I, uh, divorced. I've been in a few relationships since then. I've dated a lot. So, um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I, it doesn't, um, I don't get phased or jaded by rejection or a relationship doesn't work. I mean, I might be upset, but I probably not like some people are like, Oh my God, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't live without you, baby. What am I going to do? <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not that type of guy. I mean, there were points in my life. Yeah. I mean, I've had my heart broken to where I was like, ah, oh, it's over for me. I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. But, um, I've developed tools and skills to deal with those things to where I just know it's important that no matter how hard the loss is to just pick myself up and keep moving forward. You have to, right? Yeah. yeah, Sometimes shit isn't going to work out. You know, I mean, I've dated people for multiple years and it not work out. I was married for eight years and it didn't work Mm -hmm. out. Just sometimes it doesn't work out. Now, you know, my, intention when I'm dating isn't to be like, Oh, I, you know, this will just end in a few months or a year or whatever. I mean, when you get in a relationship, are you, I mean, when you say you're my girlfriend, is that because you see it as potential to be long lasting? Like, I think it's such a waste when people do get in a relationship and they are, can already see that this is not going to work. Yeah. Um, where, where are you on that? As far as like, if do you only get in a relationship if you see her as possibly being your potential oh, wife? Yeah. You, you have to date someone for a while and figure out if there's connection, compatibility, chemistry, all that stuff. And um, it takes sometimes it takes a little while to do that. Sometimes I know right away. Mm-hmm. Like I've been on a lot of first dates, um, but not second dates because. Because you knew right I'm away. I'm pretty picky. Yeah. Oh, so do you have a certain type? Like, do you find yourself coming back to a certain type or... Uh, uh, um, you know what I'm a saying? A certain type. Well, it um, could be physical and also um, the way they act. Are they shy? Well, or are they more outgoing? Uh, yeah, because, you know, it's got to be... I can't be with someone too extroverted. Um, because it's just too damn overwhelming. <laughs> it's like, you know, I've recently, I recently went out with this girl, God, but she would never shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I hope I would she's have not to, listening to this. I would have to interrupt her to get any words in. And then she would get mad because I interrupted her. And I'm just like, what the fuck is yeah, going you're on? You're like, do you want to know anything about me? Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, so, you know, I can't, I can't do that. Um, but I don't want to date someone super introverted either because then it's like, uh, pulling teeth to have a conversation, mm-hmm. you know, like when I'm, once I'm comfortable with someone, I have no problem, uh, opening up and, and talking to people. Like, I, I mean, I'm extremely introverted and I have an anxiety disorder, but I, I'm doing this podcast, right. Which is kind of mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, I don't know. I mean, I know in my mind what I want. And I generally, when I look at a profile, I see like if I'm on a dating app or something and I look at their profile, then I'm taking a look at, you know, what are the answers to their questions? What's their bio like? Mm-hmm. You know, do they seem interesting? You know, if they're. What do you mean? What are the answers to their questions? Like when you're asking them a question or on the on these apps are the questions already laid out? OK, for example, um one dating app I'm on right now is called hinge. Mm -hmm. Um, it's basically where you go through profiles of females 
and it there's like five pictures of them and then they'll be like you have to answer three questions on the profile that hinge like um one is like one uh was uh what's the sign of a good first date okay okay well my answer was if we get asked to leave <laughs> uh, uh you know another one might be like one fact you should know about me is I don't date smokers or, you know what I mean? Uh There's stuff like that. So you read it, um, you know, like a hallmark, one question is a hallmark of a good relationship is, and then you answer it, you know? Uh So I look at those as, you know, if they're like one or two word answers, then I'm kind of like, they they don't, they're not putting any effort into this. (laughs) Um, and you know, you want them to be committed. (laughs) Yeah. So basically there's no swiping on hinge. It's, you see their pictures, you see their, their, answers their questions and you click on it and you can type an answer or you can type a response or like if say if they're getting a picture taken with their dog or something you can put like oh hey that looks like a really smelly dog sorry i don't date people (laughs) i wouldn't say that but uh something you know hey cute dog or whatever you know something stupid to get the conversation going yeah and it can be nerve-wracking as hell but the reason have you ever accidentally came across a married woman? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Did her husband know? Well, no, not, not, not oh, she was cheating. There's, there's different kinds. You're going to come across women who say they're in an open relationship. Uh, I see. I think females come across these more with men because men say they're in an open relationship, but they're really not. <laughs> uh, but wow. I've also come across women with their profile where they're like, hey, you know, my husband doesn't give me any attention, but I, you know, been with him for 30 years or what, you know. And so they're out there looking for a little side salad, a little side dish. Have you actually gone out with one? Oh, no. no. <laughs> Good. No. I mean, I watch Good. enough true crime documentaries. I was documentaries. getting ready to start questioning your morals real quick. <laughs> I watch enough true crime documentaries to know that that's how people end up dead. They do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I don't, no, I don't do that. I don't that's do how that. it all starts right there. Yeah. Crap um, like that. You're, you're going to encounter, I mean, you're going to come across trans people. I mean, just you, you name it, it's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you just. Are there have, a lot of people right here, like around us? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Because I normally set my, cause you can set your dit like when you go on the app, uh-huh. you can set your distance range to like, okay, I only want to meet people within 30 miles of me. Okay. You know, I want to date locally. Mm-hmm. And so it pulls up profiles within your range. So yeah, I mean, you're, you encounter them all. I what's, mean, a good, right- what's a good first date? Like for with somebody you don't know that you met online, um, what is a good first date? Like, well, for me, it's, it, you shouldn't be too romantic, right? Oh yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> don't come across as a weirdo or creep. Uh, me, it's usually coffee or meat for a drink or something because I'm not going to go spend over a hundred dollars on dinner for you to ghost me the next day. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the wallet ladies. <laughs> uh, I hate to sound like a prude, but how many uh, dates do they have to get to for you to drop a hundred dollars? <laughs> Well, shit, with inflation now, generally uh, you go out for a few drinks and you're like, God damn, man, this fucking bill's 150 bucks. It is bad. I know. Uh, It is bad. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Um, 
dating sucks when inflation is this high. Right. <laughs> That's uh, when you start making meals at home yeah, with candlelight. Uh, come on over, baby. I just made some ground chuck. <laughs> you like hamburger <laughs> some helper? Some hamburger helper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, got us the, yeah, there's, di- there's different types of dating apps out there, and you know, Tinder's one that it has the reputation as the hookup app. But I've been on there before, and it's not. Are there people on there for that? Yes, but there's also people on there looking for serious relationship. Aren't, but any, I, you know, I, I'm blaming all of these. When you say Tinder is known for the hook, the hooking app, right? Yeah. Dude, before before the online dating, the STD, you know, epidemic was so bad. I am blaming them. I mean, it is out <laughs> of control now. Like it is uh, insane. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Probably so, because of that. Well, yeah. I mean, because well, not you, just dating us, but I think culture, our culture in general is. is okay, the culture basically. and then the easy access yeah. to meet people. And you're yeah. saying some people just use it to hook up. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, they do. Um, Gross. Not, not all, but, but some generally, people. Yeah, and you have to figure that out. Right away. I mean, uh, generally with, with, yeah. With, are you like, um, Hey, are you just trying to hook up with me? Uh, <laughs> like, do you ask? I, I've that? only had to ask that a few times. Do you say I, you cannot use me? <laughs> I'm not. A, you think I'm a piece of meat? That you yeah. Just use? You can't take advantage of me. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> Is that what you tell him? You have to, uh, you said you'd call me the next day. Uh, <laughs> um, you have to, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, you have to you, be extremely cautious because there's people, there's, there's all kinds of people. Out they there need to have their medical bad. records on fire file. <laughs> Yeah, medical <laughs> records, criminal history, all yeah. that shit. Yeah. Um, so if you are out there thinking about doing dating apps or you are doing it, I highly uh, recommend you use caution because there's a lot of crazy people out there who will try and catfish you and and take your money and, and abuse you or whatever. You know, I mean, I've heard it all because I've dated for a long time and I've, I've met a lot of women and, and some of them have become good friends of mine. Over the years, I've heard all the stories. Really? All the horror stories. Yeah, I mean, like, there was a friend of mine that dated a guy for, like, three or four months, and then he come to find out he was married, you know? And I'm like, yeah. how do you how do you freaking pull that off? Mm-hmm. You know, how, how are you married, but yet you're out on a dating app and dating people? Where does, yeah, where does his wife think he is? I don't know. That, that's why I say it's very bizarre. Uh, it's a very bizarre world. And challenging when you're our age and, and if you feel like you're out there and you're not finding your person or making a connection or you're not getting enough likes or swipes or whatever <laughs> i mean hang in there you know i mean uh and take a break from it because you know i'm kind of i've been on hinge for like a month or so now and i think Maybe a little longer than that. I don't know. But I'm kind of, I've kind of cycled through the inventory. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know, going on dating apps is a lot like uh, used car shopping. You know, we're all <laughs> high mileage. We've all got the chips and the paint. We've got the dings. And you don't know how much baggage you're getting in the trunk. You know I mean? It's uh, pretty, it's, it's crazy. Because you can meet someone when they have a really great profile, great photos, you meet them in person, they're beautiful, you seem to have some sparks, and then a month later, you're like, this person's fucking psycho. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, you know, I mean, I, I've been there many times where I make an initial connection, it's going great, 
And then when I finally meet the person or after a couple of weeks, I just, I'm just like, dude, who is this person? You know, like the profile is a facade, mm. you know, you have, and generally with women, uh, I feel women are more honest than men naturally, because I think men are fucking lying all the time on those things. Cause I hear all the stupid <laughs> stories and there's that, uh, good to know ladies. There's that, uh, some of my friends tell me about this. Facebook page called Are We Dating the Same Guy? Oh. <laughs> Where, you know, if you're on a dating app and you start talking to a guy and you're dating him, you can you go on there and you post his picture and then other women can comment like, hey, I'm talking to that guy too. Oh, <laughs> so it's, it's, that's uh, smart. It's, a, yeah, it's pretty, um, when I, I, men aren't allowed on it. So I, that's never how they're going to catch you guys. But my, some of my friends have told me about it. And, uh, yeah, yeah that it is a women. Uh, and I think it's women that that's very smart. That's unified. Yeah. Women supporting women. Um, I think it would be so hard, you know, dating in your, at your age, you're set in your ways, you know, you have your normal schedule, you know what you like, um, and you don't want to change, right? Like you're not moldable anymore. Right. I mean, you're exactly right. It's, it's a lot harder to build a life with someone at our age because we already have our lives built in a way, you Mm -hmm. know I mean? You're very much who you are now. My life is changing because my kids are older now and they don't want to hang out with me anymore. Right. (laughs) You know, they're they're like, dad, can you, we're not going to hang out with you this weekend. All right. We're sorry, but we have plans with our friends, you know? Uh, so, you know, so now, you know, I don't, I've got a lot more free time as far as that goes because my kids are older. They're doing stuff with their friends all the time. So I have a lot more time to where I can allow someone into my life and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's 50, 50, you know, I can allow someone in, in my life and they have to allow me in theirs, you know, and you have to figure out, can you make something work, you know? Right. And d- dating someone at my age with small kids is very difficult because. Do you, you have know, the patience? For kids or? Like for small kids. Do you, do you think if you met well, somebody? Well, I mean, I, I love kids, but, you know, I've dated. Like under the age of three. Let me, let's start <laughs> there. Could you do three and under? I, no, I can't do diapers and bottles. Okay. And so, so. It, hey, it, all no. So already on the app, if you have a three-year-old or younger, you're not going to connect with Yeah, them, I right? try to find, <laughs> I, I try to, to um, find women that have no kids or their kids are older. Mm-hmm. It just, I'm not saying that's necessarily a deal breaker, but it just makes it a little easier because mm-hmm. I've dated some women before where they've had kids that were shitheads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, dude, they were probably like, dude, you <laughs> got to go. drive me crazy. As <laughs> are, they thought you were driving them crazy. Yeah. And, you know, and then you get the, you're not my dad. <laughs> yeah, they're like, Get away from my mom. <laughs> you're not my dad. What are you doing? Don't hold my mom's hand. <laughs> you know I mean? That kind of stuff. And it's like, dude, you know, and it's, and I get it. I mean, my parents divorced, when I was a kid and then they both remarried. So I've been there. I know what it's like. Um, Ooh, how old were you when they divorced? I think I was like in fourth or fifth grade. Oh, that's a hard age to. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but, you know, so I get it when, you know, you're dating someone with kids that you have to take that kid's perception of things and how they feel into consideration as well, because it's a big change, you know, dad's not around anymore or whatever. And then there's this new guy around, you know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know who this guy is. I don't like him. You know? Yeah. Mom, he, mom, he told me to shut up. <laughs> you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, just, it's a, uh, it's crazy. Um, I got divorced. I had, was married um, for five years. And so when me and my first husband split, the twins were two and Max was three. 
So they were only two and three when we split. And then like years went by before I brought like, you know, anybody around. And I remember my, my husband now, but back then we were in a car going to, uh, the Our Lady festival mm-hmm. and the twins and Max were sitting in the back. And then all of a sudden you hear Ian, um, go, mom, does he have to go everywhere with us? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They had had me to themselves for like 10 years and they were not happy about this guy being around, yeah. but I mean, you know, that was a long time ago, but you know, they, at first it was rough. Mm. It's like, Hey man, you gotta go. There's only room for us and my mom. Yeah. It's, um, it's challenging. And, and kids, you know, they, they, uh, need a lot of attention and they want a lot of attention, you know, because kids I think are naturally kind of selfish individuals. Uh, so yeah, when mom starts paying and I've been in that type of situation where I'm dating someone and I feel like I'm competing the kids are making it like a competition, you know, and, and I'm like, you know, I recognize it. So I'm like backing off. And then, the, you know, the, the woman's like, what? Why aren't you paying attention to me or whatever? It's like, <laughs> you haven't seen me in three days. What's going on? I'm like, well, dude, you know, spend some time with your kids or whatever. You know, I don't want oh, you're trying. To I don't be... want to. Yeah, I don't want to be like I don't want to make things awkward or uncomfortable for people. I they're, like that. Therefore, I, mean... I try to not date women with small kids, not because I don't like kids. Well, and you probably don't want to take time away <clears throat> from the kids. Right. And, you know, it's like I've done the Little League. I've done all that stuff. And I'm not saying anything wrong with that. But like I'm I'm like 45 and, you know, I'm older. I'm ready to do other things. Mm -hmm. You know, my kids are grown. I mean, I still love doing stuff with my kids. Uh, Don't get me wrong. It's just different now because they're older. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I'm trying to uh, relax a little more, um, you know, find somebody that to to travel with, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, my oldest is uh, turning 24 and he is a DJ and all, all, all of the boys, Maxine and Luke are all now legal. So it, it's really fun that I can go out and watch him in, in the clubs do yeah. his thing. You know, I don't do it much cause I am older, <laughs> um, but just to have a beer with them mm-hmm. and, uh, have the adult conversations and the respect. Yeah. Everything is different. But then I have the eight-year-old at home who, <laughs> yeah. who keeps it real for me. Yeah. yeah, my daughter is 19 and my son is 17. Well, my daughter will be 20 coming up here soon. But yeah, I mean, there. I'm having, I'm finding myself, we're having more adult conversations now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're, they're not looking at what I had to say as, being super annoying anymore. You know, I think especially my daughter, she's getting older. So she's starting to actually listen to some things I say. I think she's absorbing it. And I, you know, it's not all settling in there, you know, and she still kind of has her, her times where she's kind of acting, you know, doing her thing, you know, Uh rather than taking my advice or whatever. But I have noticed her starting to, because she's, because, you know, she's in college, you know, studying, to get a degree and she's learning how starting to learn how the real world works. Mm. And so she's turning to me more now as to, Hey dad, what should I do in this situation? Or, right. Hey, this is going on. What should I do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, which she's is good experiencing like. the big people problems now. Yeah. And, and, and I, I'm the type where, yeah, when my kids are older, I still want to hang out with them. You know, yeah. I'm looking forward to, yeah. Going to dinner with my kids and having, a beer with them or whatever. You'll probably be a grandpa in the next 10 years. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Then yeah. there will be little yeah. babies. Uh, then I'll be dealing with the diapers. And yeah. I don't know. I'll have to. That's right. why I need to find a woman <laughs> so she can change the diapers. Uh, uh, hey, the grandkid needs his bottle. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Do the, do your kids? Men should do that too. Have your kids uh, when you have dated somebody long term? Are your kids fine with it now? Yeah, in fact, my daughter gets very curious. She's like, if she asks me if I have a date or so, she's like, send me a picture. I want to see a picture. Dad, I want to see a picture. Uh, what's her eyebrows look like? <laughs> her <laughs> eyebrows. Yeah, you know how like, the girls t- are all about their eyebrows young, now. Eyebrows, nails, hair, God, makeup. What's her eyebrows you know, all look that, like? All that stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so well, my, I, my daughter think that the eyebrows say a lot. Yeah, because you gotta if your eyebrows are fleek, or is that what they say? I have no idea. I think they're like fleek or what. <laughs> Your eyebrows are looking fleek, yo. I think that's what my daughter says sometimes. I don't know, man. But anyways, yeah. Uh, she's very curious about wh- what's going on, who I'm dating and stuff like that, which is kind of f- funny. Well, and her friends, too. Like, they'll group message me and be like, who are you going out with this yeah. weekend? So that's a picture. We want to say it. <laughs> and what so I your- do. And then they'll be like, she's pretty or whatever. And then I'm like, well, yeah, she's pretty, but, you know, you should hear her talk. <laughs> right. She sounds like a trucker. <laughs> yeah. Looks only take you so far, right? I mean, I'm sure you've dealt with that before where you oh, yeah. m- match with somebody and they're they're beautiful. Oh, um, yeah. But at the end of the day, that's not going to. It, I mean, you'll always, I think, you know, think that that person's beautiful, but if the way they act doesn't match, you know, and they're not a nice person. Yeah. For me, it's three, there's three components Okay. to a, to a mate or a match. I get, I need stimulation physically, of course, mm-hmm. but mentally and spiritually, mm. you know, I like, I want to try and to me, those are the three core things that I need to be able to connect on. If, mm-hmm. if I'm getting what I need from those three things, then I think there's, potential for something to work there. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that <clears throat> if you don't work at your relationship, I think that's a lot of times uh, why it will fall apart or you'll be unhappy. And mm-hmm. miserable. Um, it definitely takes work and it's a 50, 50 thing too. And communication, effort, uh, intent, um, consistency, mm-hmm. you know, those are all very important things. Yeah. And checking in with each other. Yeah. Um, Married for life is a good book, uh, but I agree with you. And we do it in every avenue of our life. We're all guilty of becoming complacent and get, getting stuck in a routine. Well, if you are, if we already acknowledge that that's the way relationships are, and you know that you're just going to get comfortable, it is then your duty to keep that spark going, checking in on your person to see how they're doing mentally, seeing what you can do for them and treating them the way you want to be treated, but making sure that you don't get stuck in that rut. Mm-hmm. Because you will if you're not paying attention. It has yeah. to be very intentional. Absolutely. And I will also say this. Whether you're, you've been married or you're divorced now or out of in a relationship or out of a relationship or, or if you're coming out of a relationship, I should say. You need to build your foundation because you don't want to have to be with someone because you can't survive on your own. And mm-hmm. I see that a lot. Mm-hmm. I see a relationship fall apart and then the man or the woman can't um, survive on their own. They don't know how to 
they can't pay their bills. They can't get a house. They mm. can't get an apartment. They struggle with this or that. And then so immediately they latch on to the next person that comes along mm-hmm. because they need somebody to financially Take care support of them. Uh-huh. You know, or whatever. And don't, <laughs> I can't stress it. You know, if you want to live a miserable, unhappy life, then go that route. But once you build your foundation and you, you know, can, can pay your own bills and you got your own place and all this, then your relationship desire changes because you're not looking for someone that you need. Mm-hmm. You're just looking for someone to share your life with, mm-hmm. you know, that you want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Need and want those are totally different. Need is like a dependency. Right. Yeah. You're exactly right. Mm-hmm. The need versus the want. And my dad always told me growing up uh, that he wanted me, I have three brothers. I was the only girl, but he, and my mom both stressed highly that they wanted me to be independent and never, if something were to happen in, in a marriage that I would know how to take care of myself mm-hmm. and it's very, important. very important. And after, um, my divorce, I, you know, I was working probably three jobs and I had those three babies, but I was and I was exhausted, but I remember having that moment like, wow, life would be easier if I had somebody, right, that was helping financially, mm-hmm. right? But I didn't choose that route. I, I just put my nose to the, is it to the grind? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And figured it out because when once I did get in the next relationship, I wanted to make sure that if something did happen, that I was set. And I could take care of myself because, and I, I got married so young that first time that I was not completely, um, stable. I was on my way, but I wasn't completely, Yeah. you know, and it was hard when we split. Um, so I took a long time to make sure that I had my, my shit together, mm-hmm. you know, and then I found the person that I wanted to be with, not the person I needed. Yeah. I think <clears throat> naturally our human instinct is to not be alone. I, I think, we need friends. We need family. We need a partner. You know, I think that's kind of how naturally mother nature intended humans to play. That's how we're, our lives are supposed to play out. And, and we need, we need to feel like we're loved and mm. we're cared about and we're relevant and we have purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when you, when you've been married or you're in a relationship and then you get divorced or you break up and you're alone, it's very scary Mm-hmm. It's sad and people, it becomes depressing. I mean, it I've is been depressing. There. Yeah. Been there. Um, I mean, it's almost like you feel physically ill. Yeah. Like um, it, it can become extremely difficult because, at, and sometimes you almost feel like this feeling of desperation or, or you, you've lost hope because you're like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm in my thirties or forties. I'm old now. Nobody wants to date me. You know, this, it's so hard. I, you know, I get it. I've been there and it's extremely difficult. And going through those types of things is when you need your, your friends or, you know, church works for me really well. Mm. Um, therapy is great. Um, I highly recommend those things, your friends, your family, lean on them to help get you through it. Because once you, once you get through that, the initial stage of being lonely and you feel, you know, you're in despair and you've lost hope and, and you're depressed and all those things, once you get, can get through that and you can es- establish, hey, it's okay that I'm single. Yeah. I'm happy. 
you know, I'm living my life, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I'm, I'm single right now and I don't have anyone, but it doesn't mean I can't. And it's okay. Happy. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes <laughs> I've been single so long. Sometimes I'm like, dude, I don't know if I, you know, cause when I get into a relationship now, it's, it sort of feels weird because <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you want me to take the trash out? <laughs> or what, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like, cause you know, when you could, well, I've been, I've been single a long time. So when I come home, there's nobody busting my balls about anything, right. you know, I can kind of do whatever I want to do, but I understand And it's okay if you wanted to, you know, be single or if you chose to be with somebody, but never live with them. Yeah. Right. And do life together and travel together. You can set those terms. And I think, I think there's individuals out there and I've experienced a little bit of this myself, not by necessarily choice or my goal, but I think there's individuals out there that they like just kind of going from relationship to another relationship and because you know you're you're meeting someone new you're experiencing new Mm -hmm. things you're learning i mean every relationship i've been in i've learned something oh yeah and i think some people that's okay for them they're like we call those hoppers is that what they're called that's what i call them and i call them hoppers meeting people what they say uh for a reason a season or a lifetime Uh i i say hoppers and i say that because i believe i think there's good hoppers and bad there are and and to me the bad don't even recognize always that what they're doing is they're seeking the initial so like when you first meet somebody you get the goosebumps the butterflies everything's new and it's fun and then like we said things get routine and complacent well what they're missing and they're like they think something's wrong with the relationship well no Actually, nothing's wrong with your relationship. This is normal, but they don't realize that. So they end that relationship and they hop on another one to get the same dopamine effect that they had. And they keep repeating the cycle. Yeah. Um, When I I started reading and we need to do an episode about the five love languages. Yeah. So it'd be good. Because I started reading that book and they were talking about um, how, why marriages fail, you know, like they were, I think they were talking about a guy that was married like five times or something to, you know, they, yeah. there's a lot of different perspectives in that book, which is really good. Uh, you know, and they talk about, he's like, man, you know, I, I thought everything was going great. And all of a sudden it just ended. And it was like, because as soon as the new, the newness of the relationship and the butterflies and all that mm-hmm. stuff like you're talking about, as soon as it wore off, then the, everything would just fall apart. Mm-hmm. And you have to prepare that. You have to prepare yourself for that going into a relationship. You have to know that, that is, at some point that's going to yeah. end. That's when shit gets real. When you know that that's reality and yeah. you accept it, your relationship's going to be a lot better because yeah. you're acknowledging the truth about what it looks like to be in a long-term relationship, that it yeah. takes work. And then it's not going to be how it was in the beginning. You're, you still love each other the same. Yeah. But, you know, the dopamine and all of that that's released, those chemicals, those are not going to stay. Yeah. And you have to you have to prepare yourself. Now, you have to put work in. You have to have date nights. You have to make time for each other. And I think it's also important. I mean, we've talked about looks isn't looks aren't everything, but there's something. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know. Well, you have to be physically attracted to, so you you could look however you look, but you need you, each individual, there has to be a physical connection between you and the person you're with. When you get in a relationship and all of a sudden you feel comfortable, it doesn't mean you should let yourself go. (laughs) 
<laughs> and get back into eating pizza and Taco the, Bell every night. Putting on the, the big uh, old yeah, uh, because, sweatpants. You know, and I, I've heard, you know, I, I, I see and hear about these relationships where uh, my wife won't even touch me anymore. And I'm like, dude, you fucking gained 200 pounds in the last two <laughs> years, man. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you can't, I feel like you should try and keep yourself up, make yourself attractive for your partner, mm-hmm. too, because initially, you know, before you even hear words come out of anyone's mouth, you notice what they look like. Right. You know, and, and like I said, I'm not saying looks or everything, but there's something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, it's important to keep that attraction going. I think also we need to take care of ourselves because when you take care of yourself, you are a better partner to your partner because you yeah. feel good about yourself. Yeah. And, you and can then do your it confidence together. is up. Yeah. You can work out together, you know, eat healthy together. There's, you know, all that stuff. You know, and, and that's another thing I look at in profiles too. Um, you know, do they seem active? Do they look like they live a healthy lifestyle? You know, um, and and that's important. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, that's the most important thing, but those are things that I look for. As on one profile. of the qualities. Yeah. Because I try to do that myself. Mm -hmm. And it's easier when you're with someone that's trying to live a healthy lifestyle as well, rather than someone that's like, why are you eating salad again? Come on, let's go get donuts or, you know, I mean, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing. It's like because, you know, chances are if you like that person, they're going to convince you to go get donuts. And the next thing you know, you're both. On all the couch watching uh, Dancing with the Stars or whatever. So I I totally thought when I married my husband, so he was a personal trainer for years. And I thought that since I married a personal trainer, that I would always just be fit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what, too? And and I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. And well, it's not true. (laughs) I have to make the decision myself, you know, like we worked out all the time in the beginning because it was like, again, the new, like it was a new relationship. That's what he did. And then, you know, life got, you know, we're in the relationship for a long time. We had the baby and, you know, I fell out of rhythm and I was like, I told him the other day, I'm like, Hey, why, why am I not like buff anymore? You know, I thought when I married you, I was going to be in shape all the time. (laughs) Yeah, he started laughing. Um, well, and that's what you know. The when you're single, and in your thirties, well, even if you're not single, when you get older, then all of a sudden you start uh, experiencing these physical challenges. You know, your metabolism slows down, your testosterone oh, yeah. gets low, you have thyroid problem, you have this, you have that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're taking a medication that makes you gain weight or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just all these challenges, but you have to you have to really take time to figure out your body and talk to your doctor and try and get some shit figured out. Because, um, I think, you know, generally there's ways you can figure things out to get yourself where you want to be, but it takes work. You know, obviously, I mean, I'm nowhere near where I want to be as far as my weight goes and all that. And it, it's hard for me because when I was a young kid, I was very skinny teenage you know i could i could eat whatever i wanted i, yeah. I didn't gain it those are the fun days i would like go eat two pizzas and like lose three mm, pounds yeah you know? and it's like wait what happened uh and now and so my, that's how my mindset's always been yeah well then when i got in my 30s that's when I, I started putting on weight and stuff so i had to really change my mindset of 
how I eat and what I do. And don't get me wrong, man. I mean, you know, I love Wingstop. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll hit up the Wingstop every once in a while, you know, cause I like to treat myself a little That's bit. That's where you should take your first dates. Uh, <laughs> no, generally if I have a date that goes bad, then I'm like time for Wingstop. <laughs> That's where you go after. Get some fries and wings and take home, you know, on my couch and watch Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> Uh, oh, I can only right, picture well, you. That's a little bit of uh, what my dating life is like. I don't know if we covered much, but uh, those are. I think we got a glimpse. Uh, I think I got yeah, more nosiness we, to to proceed we'll in do, the future. Uh, we'll do those. You can always find topics to do on dating. Oh yeah, so we'll do more of those. Oh yeah, those are fun because I get to like investigate. Yeah, what's I mean, going on in Ezra's life, love life? Oh, I've always got. You got something. I always got stories. I am gonna fix you up on a date. <laughs> Before I knew you're getting ready to wrap this up, but I, I just wanted to let you know and let everyone else know I am fixing you up on a date. Hmm. Could be a potential match. I don't know, but if anything, I know it would be a good friendship. So it could be. Yeah, I mean, I've one dated, or the other. I've I can already tell girls that in the past that I've become good friends with. Yeah. Um, and that, and that's one thing I'll tell you what dating, as long as I have, I've met some really interesting, good people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you name it. I, I've dated doctors, attorneys, yeah, uh, fitness instructors, uh, you name it, singers, uh, strippers, <laughs> you name it, <laughs> you name them. I've dated them. Uh, well, I don't, you're, you're well-rounded as I don't recommend dating strippers though. That's a little complicated. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i mean it's you know i have met a lot of good people and interesting people and uh it's pretty cool right on so anyways end. all right wrap it up all right you guys can contact us uh through email at hfbeans at gmail.com join us on facebook at hill of beans with ezra and casey and click add to the group and chime in with us peace